Good afternoon, beautiful people. Welcome to episode 59 of Sports Bar Talk. No music. This is a very quick episode. If you remember last week, I was on vacation. Well, this week, I'm not on vacation, but the next week I am on vacation. We're actually recording this on a Thursday. We're leaving today. My mom wants me to put out a quick episode before we leave. So I had to halt my packing to do this for you guys. Going to Pittsburgh for a family reunion. Then who knows where after that. We might go to Cincinnati. We might go back to Deep Creek, Maryland. We might just do day trips. Who knows? But I so I've decided I'm going to do a very quick episode. We're going to recap what we've seen in the last two weeks of sports. Both in the Olympics and some non-Olympic events going on. Like, well... A sport that we all love and adore is returning tonight. So, let's get into it. This is fun. I don't know if this will be a, there will be a restaurant or a food of the week. I'm kind of doing this impromptu. So, this is an impromptu podcast as we go. Or as Hit Him Straight would call it, I'm scripting my podcast as I go along. So, this is Sports Bar Talk, where we got the best seat in the house all the dang time. Now, the Olympics are going on. And while I don't think this should be going on, the events have been absolutely outstanding. So, in the medal count so far, China has the most medals. Actually, no. The USA has the most medals. China, though, however, has the most golds. The USA has 29 golds. China has 34. Then you have the host nation, Japan, in third with the most gold medals. Um, in terms of athletes though at the Olympics. We'll start. We'll go to the pool first in swimming. Caleb Dressel the American swimmer. I know you you all have probably watched him. Five gold medals. He has done amazing things in the pool this week. And. What he was able to do. I was able to watch some of his swimming events. And he just. He is a pool shark. I know me and my buddy Kristen. Who I bet is listen, will listen to this. We describe a pool shark as someone who's really good at eight ball pool. But this guy is the real pool shark. Another American swimmer I've loved watching. Katie Ledecky out of Bethesda, Maryland. She has done really well. And, you know, a lot of people thought this would be her last Olympics. But after her last Olympic event, she got interviewed by Michelle Tafoya. And she said, I'm coming back at least for the next Olympics. So Ledecky is back. And Ledecky might be... One of the most decorated female swimmers in U.S. Olympic history, if you ask me. So, uh, some other events. Well, so, that's the pool. Let's get to the track. And not the racetrack. Well, technically it's the racetrack, but it's not the horse racetrack. The men. 100 meters. We had an Italian man win. I forget his name, but he was born in Texas but when he was an infant, his mother moved, who was a native Italian, moved him to Italy. That was. That was Lamont Marcel Jacobs. Took gold. No one thought he was going to win. They all thought it would be either F. Cur- Andre de Grasse from Canada, who finished in the bronze, or Fred Curley, who finished in the silver medal. It was a very entertaining race, and no one expected this guy. 
Now, that Andre DeGrasse guy who I just mentioned who took the bronze out of Canada, he ended up winning the 200 meters. He is fast. He has got some kick. And I tell you what, he is good at run at running. He's fast. He could be the next Usain Bolt, in my opinion. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. He, by the way, USC is where he went to college. The Trojans. So, there's that for you. Now, let's get to some other sports I've enjoyed watching. Women's soccer. Sadly, the U.S. women ousted in the semifinals, but it doesn't mean they're not going home with a medal. They defeated Australia this morning for the free and the bronze medal match, so they're at least going to have some hardware. I bet they would have loved to have had gold, um, but they didn't get it, obviously. Women's basketball. The U.S. women are in the semifinals. They are playing I forget who they're playing but it's tonight it's at 12:40 Eastern time here in the US technically on Friday at 12:40 a.m. and that's actually going to be on your local NBC station and they're playing Serbia the other semifinal which is tomorrow at 7 a.m. pits Japan against France that'll probably either be on the USA network NBCSN CNBC or NBCOlympics.com. Now, how about the U.S. men's basketball tournament? The men for the U.S. are in the final. And they will play... I don't see it yet. In the final, they will play... It's not popped up yet. The internet is taking its time. I did not watch the second semifinal. I did watch the USA game. Kevin Durant is the reason this team is here. This team in the... The U.S. men's basketball team, it's an interesting case. They do... They play poorly in the first half. They, they look like... It's like I'm watching the New York Knicks when they sucked. Honestly. But they turn it up in the second half. It's like Penn State football. They're a second half team. And in large part, it's Kevin Durant who provides most of the scoring, but it's the defense for the U.S. basketball team that's really good. So the USA, they will play France on Friday night, 10.30 at night. And that game, we I don't know what channel the game will be on. I would assume it will be on your local NBC station. But check your local listings. All of the U.S. men's basketball games have been on Peacock Premium. And you have to pay for that. But if you don't want to pay for the, to watch the U.S. men's basketball, and you have cable or satellite, log on to NBCOlympics.com or on your phone or smart TV, download the NBC Sports app, and you can watch the game if you log in with that info for free. So if you don't have cable or satellite, you can probably watch it on Peacock Premium. There's even you can do the 7-day free trial. Or you could pay the non-commercial plan, which is like $5 a month. Or if you want to watch it free, just log in with your info. Your cable or satellite info. On to NBCOlympics.com. But, you know, I would assume since it's the gold medal game, they're going to put that on Big NBC. Now, the bronze medal match is Saturday at 7 a.m. That pits Slovenia with Luka Doncic against Australia. And in my opinion, this is a good thing for the U.S. that they don't have to face Luka. Luka carried Slovenia on his back this entire Olympic tournament. 
And Luka is quickly turning in, when he's playing in the NBA, he's quickly turning into one of my favorite players. All right, enough of the basketball. Let's go to let's go to the diamond. Baseball's back in the Olympics. The USA are in, are going to play Japan for the gold medal in baseball. That'll take place Saturday at 6 a.m. I don't know what channel that'll be on. I would assume it would be your local NBC station, but what do I know? They will play Japan. Now, they did beat South Korea in the semifinals 7-2. Now, when you watch baseball at the Olympics, you're not going to see a lot of major league stars because the major league MLB decided we're not going to have we're not going to suspend our season just to have these guys go represent their country. You so what you'll see on the US team is a bunch of minor league prospects and college players. And there's a couple free agent notable names on the US baseball team, like Todd Frazier, formerly of the Cincinnati Reds and the New York Yankees on there. But you're not going to see much now. South Korea and Japan, their baseball leagues did it right. They're suspending their season to let their top players go. What I think for the next time baseball's in the Olympics, MLB should do, we should just get rid of the All-Star game that year. And yes, I know you're killing all the money you make off of that event, but I would love to see like Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton representing their country. I mean... Most of these guys have never gotten to represent their country before, these top MLB players. Because the last time we had a World Baseball Classic was 2016. Now, the World Baseball Classic is like the World Cup for baseball. It happens once every four years. But only eight teams get invited. And MLB Network exclusively televises that event. Now, the bronze medal game will be tomorrow night at 11 a.m. Friday night at 11 p.m., excuse me. Dominican Republic against South Korea. Jose Bautista is on the Dominican Republic team, most notably for his time with the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Alright, I'm trying to think, is there anything more noteworthy that I need to do to cover Olympic-wise before we get to um the rest of our coverage? I'll tell you what, the Olympics have been fun to watch, even though I don't, as much as I don't think they should be going on, I have enjoyed watching them. I've loved watching the track and field, the the field events, the shot put, the 110-meter hurdles. It's been very entertaining to watch. The swimming. Love watching volleyball. Handball is my favorite Olympic sport that I would only watch when the Olympics are going on. I don't know why handball isn't as popular in America as it should be. In my opinion, handball could be huge here because it combines... Soccer, basketball, hockey, lacrosse, a little football. That's a melting pot of all the sports Americans love. And so, I don't know why. I looked it up. The U.S. handball headquarters is in Auburn, Alabama. So, do with that what you will. Alright. I think that's enough Olympic talk for now. Let's get... To, we have a UFC pay-per-view this upcoming weekend. It is UFC 265 in Houston, Texas. Now, this will be... Uh, the main event will be a fight for the interim heavyweight title. And when you have a fight for the interim heavyweight title, it's because normally the current champion is out because of an injury. In this case, the current champ, Francis Ngannou 
had some medical issues. And so he's out until at least October or November. So they're going to have the two men I'm about to announce right now fight for the interim belt. And basically whoever wins that will get to fight Francis at some point before the end of the year to unify the two belts. UFC 265, Derek Lewis versus Serial Gone. Both these men have heavy punching power. And of course you would expect that when they are heavyweights. What these two men can do is amazing. First of all, Derek Lewis is going to have the whole arena behind him because he is a native of Houston, Texas, and this is where this fight is taking place. What Lewis is good at is is making punches, is throwing punches. Ghani is more of a wrestler in my opinion. Now, Sergio Ghan is the favorite in this fight at minus 350, which means you have to bet 350 bucks to weigh $100. Gone, most of his wins come by decision. 40% of his wins have been decision. 30% submission, 30% knockout slash TKO. Lewis right now, this is where he, he has the power. Because 80% of his wins come by knockout. Only 4% come by submission, and 16% come by decision. Gone? You look at this will be the first time I think these men both go five rounds because the average fight time for Gone is fifteen minutes, which fifteen seconds, which tends to be the belief he's gone a main event before. Whereas Lewis, nine minutes thirty two seconds. So if this fight can go to the distance, I think the more it favors Serial Gone. It's almost like when we watch Conor McGregor. McGregor has to be aggressive in the first two rounds because then. His gas tank starts to run out. The same's gonna have to be here for Derek Lewis. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, some other fights I love on this card. We'll go for the main card. Co-main event's a great one here at Bantamweight. Some legend. Pedro Munoz takes on the living legend, Jose Aldo. And then you have Vincente Luque taking on Michael Chiesa in a welterweight bout. And then the kickoff, and then you have... Tisha Torres and Angela Hill in a woman's strawweight belt. And then to kick off the main card, you have Song Yedong taking on Casey Kenny. On the prelims, not much to mention there. And on the early prelims, there's not much to mention there. These early prelims begin at 6 o'clock. You can catch them on UFC Fight Pass or ESPN+. Then at 8 o'clock... The prelims will move over to ESPN or ESPN+. And the main card starts at 10, and you can purchase that on ESPN Plus pay-per-view. UFC 265, live from Houston, Texas, USA. Now, y'all gonna love this one, because guess what? Football is back! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah, hallelujah, the football is back. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Mahomes and Brady are gonna be great again this year. Oh, yes, football is back, and it's the annual Hall of Fame game. That's right, football is back. We have the Hall of Fame game tonight, a Hall of Fame enshrinement. By the, we'll get to the enshrinement in a second, but let's talk about the game first. 
first, it's the annual preseason kickoff, and this year it's a good one. The Dallas America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, take on the real America's team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, when you watch the game tonight, 8 o'clock, by the way, on Fox, pregame coverage starts at 7. Normally, by the way, the Hall of Fame game would be on NBC, but because NBC has their Olympic commitment this year, the Hall of Fame game moves over to Fox. So, with that being said, you won't see you 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 won't see Big Ben play tonight. You won't see Dak Prescott play tonight. You probably won't see Juju play tonight, and you you might not see you you probably won't see Zeke. Now, with that being said, I've heard what the Steelers' quarterback plan is for tonight. I can't say anything about the Cowboys' plan. But, what I've seen is, what I've heard, Mason Rudolph will start the game. And he'll probably play a couple possessions, probably play the first quarter. And then, to finish out the rest of the half, it'll be Dwayne Haskins, the new guy. Of course, his time with the Washington football team, well noted for more of a negative experience than a positive, was great at Ohio State. I wanted the Steelers to take this guy because he reminded me so much of Roethlisberger. And so now he's actually on the team, ironically. And then the second half will mostly be Josh Dobbs. This is going to be an interesting battle. I One of the most interesting battles, position battles, I think, in all training camp of the NFL this year will be who is backing up Ben Roethlisberger this season. Because I could tell you right now, if it's Mason Rudolph and he has to come in, I fear for the Steelers. Not that I already do fear already because whatnot. I fear, though, it could get bad to worse. Now, Najee Harris is playing tonight, by the way. I call him a mini Derrick Henry. Cannot wait to watch him tonight. Make his Steelers debut. I, I know firsthand how good he is as a running back. I saw it at Alabama when he demolished Ohio State in the national championship game. Now, the big key will also be offensive line for the Steelers. Kendrick Green will start at center. And he was the third round pick for the Steelers in this year's draft. I will also be watching Dan Moore Jr., the offensive tackle out of Texas A&M. He is projected to start, so we don't know if he will start. Also, Pat Fryermove. I have heard he is doing really good. And he has been he's been drawing I've heard he's drawing comparisons to Kelsey. Travis Kelsey of the Chiefs. And I know he's a really good tight end. Because sometimes I'd watch some Penn State football and he'd be really good. And I actually liked watching Fryermove. He's one of the bright I hate watching Penn State football, but I liked watching Fryer move. Now, Kenny Block, we're gonna find out. That's the on. That's the only thing. We will see. Cowboys. I'm sure they're gonna be the Cowboys. Now, the enshrinement is special this year. Normally, it's one night and it's that Saturday night. But it's going to be two nights. It's going to be Saturday and Sunday night because they are inducting not only this year's 2021 class, but the 2020 class. And because the 2020 and because last year 2020 was the 
centennial anniversary of the Hall of Fame. They are putting in they are putting in a double class. So basically, the Hall of Fame is inducting three times the number of people it would in a normal year for the Hall of Fame. Notable names you have going in. Head coaches, Bill Cower, Jimmy Johnson. They both got in from uh twenty twenty. If you remember, if you watched those playoff games in 2019-2020, David Baker, the president of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, gave one on during their respective pregame shows and told them the news right there. Beautiful to see it live. Now, player-wise, you've got Charles Woodson going in, Alan Fanica, Calvin Johnson, who's one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. Um... Drew Pearson from the Cowboys is going in. You have... I'm so excited for this. Because... Watching the Hall of Fame is one of my favorites. Oh! I totally forgot! Peyton Manning's going in! Who could forget? The legend Peyton Manning. He, of course, will go in as a cult. He's going to have his dad RT present. Cannot wait to see that. So... It's going to be fun. It'll be emotional. Make sure you have tissues with you when you watch. The Hall of Fame game, as a reminder, Thursday night, 8 o'clock on Fox. The Hall of Fame enshrinements, Saturday and Sunday. I believe they both started Sunday. You can catch that on either ESPN or the NFL Network. All right. Oh, restaurant of the week. Very, very quickly. I'll just give you a quick one, a chain. Uh, Arby's. They have really good food at Arby's. You can't go wrong with their chicken tenders, their potato cakes. Uh, the mozzarella sticks even are really good. But they're known for their curly fries. Now, I know they've started making some crinkle fries and whatnot. But I've had the crinkle fries. They're not good. Now, what I get when I go to Arby's, I get the double beef and cheddar, which is really good. It's really nice, salty roast beef. And they put... Um, uh, what do they put on it that I love? Cheese sauce. Very good. And they put, like, the spicy mayo dressing and it's on onion bread. Very delicious. And the curly fries, you can't go wrong with that. I also like their loaded curly fries sometimes at Arby's if I'm feeling frisky. But that is Arby's. Where they always have the meats, buddy. Alright, that is Sports Bar Talk for the day. Stay safe. Enjoy watching all the sports. And this is Sports Bar Talk, where we got the best scene in the house.